0: everyone thanks for joining the houston young adults podcast make sure to follow us on all our socials at houston young adults thanks for tuning in what is up houston young adults my name is george garcia and i'm coming at you today with something a little bit different here uh, if you're watching this in January, you may be in times of prayer and fasting, and you saw that we did something called Good Morning, Houston Young Adults. And, uh, you know, it's something a little different, but we kind of want to continue doing that. So maybe it'll stick around if you like it uh, or you haven't seen it. Go watch it at um, Houston Young Adults on YouTube. And uh, so if you're watching it, I mentioned a book called Wisdom for Winning by Mike Murdoch and I kind of shared from it a little bit but uh I started reading this I'm on chapter four well chapter five but I'm actually going to start chapter four but uh I wanted to read it and I was like how can I make my time most valuable excuse me most valuable while doing this and I said because uh, I was kind of thinking oh I want to do another leadership series and uh but you know this isn't going to be another leadership series we'll, we'll eventually do something like that um in 2024 but Uh, this is just going to be something a little different. It's basically going to be us learning together. Uh, This isn't an audio book. I'm more so going to just be reading the book out loud. And I have my notebook here. I'm going to be taking notes. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a kind of different format here. I'm just going to read and I may repeat some stuff, I may read some stuff wrong, I may share some stuff that I got out of it. Not really sure, but uh, you know, chapters are kind of short here, and uh, I, I may, may only do one to two chapters per episode, nothing more than that. But uh, if you like this, then let me know. I kind of wanna keep this read through this whole book with y'all, and uh, hopefully we can learn something together, so. I'm uh, gonna start chapter four, it's called 10 Ingredients for Success. If you want to read chapters one through three, you can buy the book. Uh, I'm not going to go back because I already read them. And uh, yeah, so let's just get into this. It says, you can change the course of your life. A newcomer to town may fail to notice a traffic light and a collision results. And a collision results. Knowing the stop and go lights of life determine your tears or your triumph. I'm going to underline that. Knowing the stop and go lights of life determines your tears or your triumphs. That's good. Knowing when to stop and go, knowing the stop and go lights of life determine your tears or your triumphs. So in bold, it says 10 power keys for stepping up into a winner's world. All right. Number one, discern the true definition of success. It is not necessarily popularity, possessions, or prestige. Success is a progressive achievement of a God-given goal. It results in an inner awareness that you are a worthy person. Success results in happiness. Success results in happiness. Really feeling good about yourself. Read Mark 3.35 and Joshua 1.7-8. So number one was discern the true definition of success. Number two. Set definite goals for yourself. If you're in January in time of prayer and fasting, or really at any time, but especially in prayer and fasting, this would be a great time to set your goals for 2024. God is a goal setter. He scheduled the birth of a Savior and the return of Christ hundreds of years in advance. It is not wrong to set goals. Jesus cautioned in Matthew 6 against worrying over them James warned against excluding God from them. You do not merely set your goals, but you set them under divine guidance. You do not merely set your goals, but you set them under divine guidance. So we are to set our goals under divine guidance. See Ephesians 5.17. Deadlines help you redeem time, for the days are evil. Okay, so setting divine goals with deadlines. See Ephesians 5, 16. A man's heart divide, divides his way, but the Lord directs his steps, Proverbs sixteen nine. So number two was set def- definite goals for yourself. Number three, make your goals balanced and reasonable. And uh, on some of the pages here, it's they're, they're called wisdom principles. And so wisdom principle 15, it says you will never reach your potential. Until your priorities. Man, excuse me. See, it's like people complain that they get sleepy when they read and that's why they can't read. But trust me, it's everybody. (laughs) You will never reach your potential until your priorities become habitual. Ooh, that's good. As SpongeBob said in that one episode, write that down, write that down. Number three, make your goals reasonable and balanced. Many fear... Many fear the setting of goals because they think, I might not make it. Don't make unreasonable expectations of yourself and others. There are six basic areas of success. Number one, spiritual. Number two, financial. Number three, physical. Number four, mental. Number five, social. And number six is family. Overemphasis in one area often causes another area to deteriorate. You should be growing in areas Learn to break down big goals into smaller ones. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way. Proverbs 14 8. And I remember, used to remember the t- clear definition of prudent, but I don't, so I'm going to look that up real quick. Prudent definition. All right. Acting with or showing care or thought for the future. That's what it was. Okay. The wisdom of the ones who care for the future is to understand his way. Okay. That makes sense. I'm going to go back and write these down. It says there are six basic areas of success. One is spiritual. Number two is financial. Number three is physical. Number four is mental. Number five is social. And number six is family. So, If you're taking notes, you can write those down with me. Number four, meditate on scripture. This is the fourth point. Meditate on scripture. The mentality of God is... The mentality of God is absorbed through simply reading the Word of God. Just read it. Find an easy book like John. Read it again and again. Something will come to life inside of you. The Bible helps you think as God thinks. It sharpens your response to the Holy Spirit. It keeps you from falling. The Bible helps you think as God thinks. Remember, the Bible also says His way is higher than our ways. So the Bible helps us to think as God thinks. It sharpens your response to the Holy Spirit. That's, that's awesome. Sharpens your response to the Holy Spirit. It keeps you from falling. Psalms 37, 31 says, The law of his God is in his heart. None of his steps shall slide. It gives you discerning ability for what is false and what is true. See Psalms 119, 130. I suggest that you read Psalms 1, 1 through 1-3, Joshua 1, 7, and 8. Joshua 1.19 for more encouragement in this area. Number five, discern the spiritual mentor, mentor that most increases your love for God. Do not attend a church beca- just because of convenience and because the preacher is a nice guy. Listen to God. Where does he want you? It may take you 30 minutes of driving instead of 10. And Houston may even be longer. But it can make the difference for the entire week. Invest a little time in research and finding the right church. Then be loyal. He has that in kind of a different font. Be loyal. Stand 100% behind the church, its activities, and your pastor. Number six, pursue quality people in your life. Spend time with winners. Be a learner. Be a learner. He that walketh with wise men shall be wise. Proverbs 13, 20. Pray and expect God to send uncommon people across your path. That's actually one of, I guess that was a prayer point for 2023 for me, but also again in 2020. And it actually, you know, it came true. God connected me with some uncommon people this year, which like was pretty supernatural. And, you know, when you, when you start looking at successful people, Whether it be in ministry, successful pastors or evangelists, or when you start looking at uh, successful businessmen, they always have a list of mentors uh, or people that they look up to. So this year I'm making it a point to kind of follow and get connected with more people. Like even on Instagram, I followed like six people in 30 seconds the other day because somebody I like to watch or something that uh, or somebody that like I kind of learn from on Instagram He, he posted his top 15 mentors and I I follow like six of them, but anyways, number seven, invest in yourself. This is a good one. underlooked. Spend time, effort, and dollars in your development and developing your mind, your spirit, and your inner man. If a $20 meal makes your stomach feel good for hours for four hours. Think what it could do to your mentality and power life to invest $20 into tapes or books that soak in your mind and spirit in the anointing of God and give guidance in your life. Buy music tapes that fill your home and car with the presence of God. Hunters invest in guns. Nations buy tanks and weapons. The successful person, and he has this in a different font, the successful person is one who invests in equipping himself. Number eight, make your time count. You know what's funny? This is kind of goes along these lines, but it also doesn't. But when I was starting out in my construction stuff, I like, I didn't have a construction job yet, and I was like, okay, what do I need to be successful in this in like this area? And I was like, okay, besides filing your business with the state, which is obviously step one, I was like, I'm gonna need insurance. Because, you know, if something breaks or somebody's house breaks or who knows, worst case scenario, right? People like say, well, that's not going to happen to me. Well, I go by a saying it's called prepare for the worst and you'll be prepared for anything. I should probably trademark that. But uh, I said, I'm going to need insurance. And, you know, I hadn't had a construction job yet. So to pay for insurance on a company that technically has zero income is like, why? But then you look at the other side and you're like, OK, if I'm going to take this seriously or if I'm actually going to want to do it, like I got to like if I believe in this, then I need to do it. I need to be prepared for anything. And supernaturally in the past two months, you know, three months, it's like it, it's really just been pretty explosive, which is awesome. I think you've got the glory for that one. So number eight, make or number seven was invest in yourself. Number eight was make your time count. This is this is something that I'm learning this year even really greater, but time wasters grieve God. Time wasters grieve God. I'm underlining that. People who sit around for hours joking and talking about nothing will guarantee your failure. Certainly there is a need for relaxation, recreation, and fellowship, but America's obsession for fun causing is causing a deterioration of purpose. Idleness results in frustration, boredom, and possibly even worse, depression. Productivity, pe- pr- productive people rarely find time for depression. That is very true. Productive people rarely find time for depression. Find time for depression. See Ephesians 5.16 and Ecclesiastes eight. Number nine, discover and develop your own talents. Find what you're good at, whether it's mechanical work, public speaking, or artwork. Take a good look at yourself. Spend time finding out how to be the best at what you do. Most humans are born with abilities of some sort. You are accountable to God for developing your skills. See Matthew 25, 14 through 30. And I'm pretty sure that's the story of the talents. You So one of the notes here, you are accountable to God for developing your skills. One thing I heard Jesse Duplantis say uh, earlier was he says, God finished the work so that you could begin the work. That was crazy. It was deep. There's more to that. That was just really deep. So God finished the work so that we could begin the work. Crazy. All right. Number 10, cultivate a teachable spirit. Willingness to change is not necessarily a compromise of principles. Yeah, like this teachable spirit. Willingness to change is not necessarily a compromise of principles. Flexibility and openness to truth are evidence you are a winner. A wise man will hear Proverbs Proverbs 1-5 as an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold. So is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. Proverbs 25-12 Sometimes it takes courage to listen. Time and knowledge should enlarge you. Time and knowledge should enlarge you. Let it listen. Don't be a know it all. Don't be a know it all. So, I'm just going to read through these 10 points really quick. 10 power keys for stepping up into a winner's world. One, discern the true definition of success. Number two, set definite goals for yourself. Number three, make your goals balanced and reasonable. Number four, meditate on scripture. Number five, discern the spiritual mentor that most increases your love for God. Number six, pursue quality people in your life. Number seven, invest in yourself. Number eight, make your time count. Number nine, discover and develop your own talents. Number 10, cultivate a teachable spirit. That's been chapter four, by uh, chapter four, 10 Ingredients for Success in the Book of winning Wisdom for Winning by Mike Murdoch. I hope to see you in the next chapter, chapter five. It goes, it's called How to Feel Good About Yourself. Chapter five, Wisdom for Winning, How to Feel Good About Yourself. So hope you enjoyed this. Make sure you follow us at Houston Young Adults. Subscribe to our YouTube channel uh, and make sure to put notifications on. Houston Young Adults, this may turn into a video series. Who knows? But uh, I thank you for watching today and hope you all enjoy it. Hope y'all enjoyed it. See y'all in chapter five, how to feel good about yourself. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining the Houston Young Adults podcast. Make sure to follow us on all our socials at Houston Young Adults. Thanks for tuning in.